interesting too. We didn't get a rose with Mike Rosa and Chris Mejia. I'm your host, Mike Rosa. With me as always is Chris Mejia. And we've got a great show today. This week, we have two guests. Very fun, very exciting. Your first guest, oh, you might know him as one of the stars of Chelsea lately. You might know him as the host and head writer of the game show Idiot Test. And, oh, you got you guys know him from Nowhere Comedy Club, where he's got a, a weekly show, Glebe Off the Top. It's Ben Glebe. Hi, Ben. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank of course. you so much for being here. Thanks for doing the show. We're going to bring in our next guest so we don't leave her in the lurch. We're going to ask you guys for your plugs, and we are going to get right into this, ooh, this juicy episode. Next guest, just come and hanging out with us. Oh, a dear pal of mine. Oh, somebody. Oh, a sweet face I haven't seen in a while. I'm so excited. You know her from the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, Limestone Comedy Festival, Molly Rubin Long. Hello. Hi. What's Hi. up? Oh, we're just excited. This has been, this whole season's been a wild ride. Has it not been? A lot of drama. A lot of drama. The season of our lives? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because that has been a wild ride. (laughs) You know what? Um, In combination, yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. No, both, both, both. I would like to ask both of you, like our guests, our friends, our guests, uh, I would like, I'm going to ask you one at a time, uh, plugs, anything, where people can find you, what you've got going on. Molly, just tell us where we can find you. What's what's going on with you? Where well, you'd like to direct people? You can people find online. me at my parents' house, uh, <laughs> which is where I am right now. There you can see the baby photo. No, I don't know. I'm not. You know, I'm focusing on surviving these That's days. That's a big one. That's a big um, one. You can find me. Uh, go to my social media. Uh, you know, sometimes I put makeup on and I take a picture of it. And that's content. <laughs> you know? And you're all welcome for that. That's and what we I'll thank say. you. Thank you. We thank thank you. you. But what is your social media just oh, for the people uh, listening? At about? Molly Rubin Long, all one word. Oh, well, that's just your name. Easy peasy, so lemon easy squeezy. Find. Yeah. There we go. And Ben. <laughs> What's going on with you? Where can we find you? Where can we direct our listeners for everything you've got going on? It's a bit of a busy month, so let me rattle them off. Uh, you can subscribe to my podcast, Last Week on Earth, on Kevin Smith's network, where I summarize the world every week. My last two guests have been Alyssa Milano and Sophia Bush, so we're getting some awesome people. Whoa. Uh, please subscribe and check it out. Um, I do solo ones, though, too, and my parents join me sometimes as well. So it's a big range. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yes. And then I host a four-day-a-week live stream called The Social Distancing Social Club. Uh, you can get links to all that at sdscshow.com. Uh, we just had our 200th episode. And I have a weekly show, like you Whoa. mentioned, at Nowhere Comedy Club. Dot com. You can get tickets. It's called Glebe Off the Top Crowd Work and Improvise Madness. If you want to let loose and just have an absolute blast of a time, it's really, really fun. And uh, right on. this Sunday, I have a very special show that your audience particularly might enjoy, I think. Um, I'm hosting a one-time only Valentine's Day dating show, dating game called Undercover Lover. So if you're single Ooh. and you want to be matched up by me on a live fun show virtual show at nowhere comedy club you can email us in the next like 24 hours after you hear this at undercoverlover.show at gmail.com it's a very short application we'll ask you for and we might put you on the show and if not you can get a ticket to enjoy all the madness it's an update of the dating game where bachelors or bachelorettes get matched with potential suitors who you can't see what they look like because they have face filters on 
<laughs> oh my god snapchat oh my god that's fun did you guys see the thing that happened today where the lawyer the lawyer was in a zoom court and he was yep. a cat with a cat yep <laughs> you know it's a great time to be alive it is. It is <laughs> you guys this despite is, the stuff yeah. going on there are still moments of just joy and glee and fun and i do appreciate that Indeed. Oh, yeah. this rules a lot of good stuff going on uh our my sweet co-host chris mejia how are you I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Look at that smile. How could I not? Look at you. I spent too much money on this smile to not show it. <laughs> oh. I want to make sure. I want to clarify. These are real teeth. I just had I had Invisalign done <laughs> over the years. And that's how I knew like my teeth are like it was money well spent because people legitimately think I have fake teeth. And it's like, nah, bitch, this is genetic. <laughs> I just it was all drunk and disorderly at first. And now it's got its life together. Mine are really real nice. teeth. Also, you can tell me. Because the bottom ones are super jacked up. <laughs> yeah, I had braces, but then they, but then I never wore my retainer because I don't follow through. You know, That's... I like that. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I and my teeth long. are a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Uh, we have look. I I want to get into the nitty gritty of oh, this actually, episode. First off, Mike, how are yeah. you? So rude. I didn't ask. Don't you dare. Don't do this. Don't do this. I'm doing all right. I just started writing for a website called Commander's Herald. It's about Magic the Gathering, uh, specifically about EDH. So if you play EDH, uh, check me out on there. Uh, Not likely that these two worlds uh, cross over. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That Venn diagram is almost two complete different circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two circles at other ends of the room. It's just like completely... And, and Mike's just trying to bring them together. He's just standing. <laughs> He's just the one. Come on! That's my morning stretch. That's me. The, the resistance bands on the wall. That's what it oh is. Oh my god! It's just so nice to talk to people. I'm sorry that I'm so. I feel so crazy. Like I can't explain to you how happy this makes me. I'm. This is fun. Spiraling out of control. Okay. I hear you. I understand. I'm right there with you, and I get it. And okay, you know what? It's been helping, helping with the regularity and helping about like. Oh, it feels normal. There's a normalcy. Yeah. This show has been keeping me on schedule, and it has been a blessing. I was doing a I was doing a pandemic show for a while, and then I just you know, the things oh, happen. Yeah. Things I mean, happen. Anyway, I mean, okay, well, let's let's batch. I was I was too, and I had to ooh, couldn't do that. But Mm-mm. let's this bat the Bachelor this season, the Bachelor. Every Monday night, we get to sit down and we get to watch the chaos ensue. I just would like Ben. What are, what are your thoughts on the season so far? How, how have you been having fun with it? I am having so much fun. I look forward to it every week. I get very sad when the two hours are up. I've actually been watching uh-huh. commercials, even though I tape it, just so it takes longer to get through it. <laughs> wow! It's, it's my Dedication. and I get to talk a little shit during the commercial breaks with my lady. It, I'm obsessed with it. It's my only guilt. That and Cobra Kai are my only guilty pleasures in this crazy, slowly <laughs> crumbling down, quickly cr- crumbling down planet we're on. So I love it. I, and it's it's a it's a total shit show, and I enjoy every second of it. It's truly one been question, a wild ride. One question I want to ask uh, you, Ben, is uh, considering how much you love this season, in comparison to the previous couple Bachelors. How do you feel about Matt James? Well, here's a here's a weird thing I've got for you. I watched the show pretty religiously the first like three seasons, four seasons, mm-hmm. and then I haven't watched until this season in like twenty years. Oh yeah, interesting. This, this brought is, you back. Brought okay. me back. This is a trend with the season. A lot of people are hopping back on this season, and I love it. I love it. I came back on Ari's season in in 2017 or 18, whichever year that was, a couple seasons back, and I've been hooked ever since. Uh, so I don't have all that much knowledge. 
college, except for, of course, Chris and I were both contestants. Uh, shout out to Lisa. We were contestants on this season. Nobody's ever Miss seen you. it. I'm but, so bummed that uh, didn't air because I've heard uh, crazy stories about that season. Yeah. You know what? It was it was two episodes worth. You know, we did get the, you know, but Chris and I were gone the first night. We didn't get a rose. That's why we called the podcast app. But we were like, let's use our Bachelor Nation clout to start this podcast. And we thought, I love that. what better way to do that than with each other, right? I we were the that. ones just joking around. Yeah, um, if you only last one night, ABC doesn't make you sign an NDA. So we can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, that's right. And all, on top of it, get this. That's that that night is the reason I stopped drinking. And that's something they won't tell you in the news. OK, uh, now, Molly, tell, tell me, have you been have you also been a, a fan of The Bachelor for a long time? Are you hopping in on this season? What do you think of the season? Hit me. What's okay. going on? I mean, I was going to pretend, but I can't. I can't. I'm going to be honest with you guys. And the truth is, you know, I have I have been in before. I, Rachel Lindsay loved that season, although Great, was upset yep. with who she ended up with. But now they're still together and she seems to be one of the few cases of the show. I working know, out. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's like how in real life we'll always have like at least one friend who when they start dating someone, you're just like, yo, really? Like you're so much better than them. And then like a year later, you're like. Okay, I guess you're right. not better than them. I guess you're also yeah. a piece of trash. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, we all okay. I, mean, I was going to say, like, you know, they grew on you, but yeah, yeah they could yeah. be... That's a nice yeah, way yeah. to put it. Yeah. Um, you have no choice and you have to accept it is really more of what it is. You just, right. Yeah, right. basically. Right. You make peace yeah. with Yeah, once you realize, you like, oh, this piece of shit's going to be around for a while, I might uh-huh. as well like him. There we go. Absolutely. Um, so I loved that. And I and then I did watch Ari too. I can't remember if that was before or after. And then I got very into like Bachelor of Paradise for a minute. I watched like the Corinne, that horrible Corinne thing. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. I was there for that moment, whatever that was, like a few years ago. And then I and then I jumped off and then I jumped on specifically to do this podcast because as I said, I do need <laughs> any excuse for social interaction. Um Okay. Uh, and yeah, I, I I'm think really I into you it right though. At the beginning of the season. I'm glad. Of I, I feel like yeah. I was like, but yeah. So I'm in now, and I'm in. I mean, I, I honestly, I was like, I don't know if I'll keep watching. And then the end of this, how can I not keep watching? There's the dark energy that's come into this I season. Know. I'm gonna have to keep watching. But I will be. To be honest, I am really. I feel. I feel like there's two types of people. You know what I mean? There's bachelor people and there's Real Housewives people. And I'm definitely a Real Housewives <laughs> person. I just, you know, See, and also I'm much more of a bachelorette person. It's so triggering for me to watch this shit because I am like, I am these women. I am. I want love more than anything, and I'm terrified I won't get it. And and I and I, I judge them all. I hate them all, but I am them. It's all projection. It's a nightmare. So, but I'm, I you know, but I'm also having fun. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty oh. of it. It has been a very fun season. Lots of ups, lots of downs, has, lots of screaming. Has the show ever done this before? What they're doing this season all the time is bringing new girls in once the season started. So they that, did this last season with Tasha yeah. and Claire because Claire left the season about like three, four episodes in and then Tasha was brought in to be a replacement bachelorette and they were like, well, shit, we got to get some new guys for her. Uh, the moment that they started Tasha's quarantine, they brought in these other guys. Now, the thing is that worked out pretty well because they were like these new guys caused a bunch of friction. Uh, you know, it's excellent TV, whatnot. Uh, but apparently they've been doing this on The Bachelor Australia for years mm-hmm. and they've been calling them intruders like they <laughs> like truly just intruders. They haven't had a moment like and we'll get to her later. Heather, 
showing up just like hey i'm from bachelor nation i'm from like the from a former bachelor uh season i would love to be part of this one because i have a crush on my friend's friend and uh you know let me in and they're like uh i guess sure this is excellent tv but also we definitely called you here we can't act um so yeah the acting right. the opening that, so that i love how they started all oh. also this seems pretty new the way they start everything with sort of like a mise-en-scene moment where they're like that is new that is yes. gorgeous that is, that is just beautiful storytelling and i do applaud them for that um <laughs> but- and then chris harrison standing there in the driveway with, with his arms akimbo being like heather what are you doing here i'm stunned listen i can't approve this but you're gonna have to quarantine for a long time what is it a day and a half that's fine a day and a half is fine. it's like get that dude in acting class you know what no i mean kidding. he's been yeah, in yeah, la long enough one um, but so, another thing I want to say about this season that I that is really seems new and because it seems yes. like because of quarantine is that they're all on that campus and so they watch each uh-huh. other do everything and also they can like come into each other's dates when they're not supposed to. I actually think that's like kind of gorgeous. I kind of am loving that aspect, like how they have to how they all like go on the balcony and like watch the balloon go by and they have like binoculars like <laughs> that. It's like it's. I mean, it, this is psychological torture, is what the show yes. is. Yes, yeah. it's the weirdest version of summer camp where instead of making <laughs> lifelong friendships, you're fucking the same guy. But then they all make lifelong <laughs> podcast hosts, you know? Well, I mean, look, some of us only, not all of us can be podcast hosts. Let's be real about that, okay? And it's still, uh, though, the, the same as Summer Camp because there's just the one popular guy that hooks up with all the girls. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Doing a lot of smooching that Matt James. Ben, that sounds like say... it came from a place of truth. Yep, and I, and I was not the popular kid. Right, that's what I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was, a, there was a tone in your voice that made it seem like this something. A little like anger, that. a little anger, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I will say it's not new. It's not new that they have uh, uh, a view of a date or they can see. Oh, really? That's something that they've done in past seasons. However, the thing is, usually they're like, we're going to... Sweden and then they're all at the same big hotel and then something happens like fireworks not too far off and the women are told hey why don't you guys hang out on the balcony tonight and they're all on the balcony and they see fireworks and they're like I bet that's him and that's why they sent us out here like they do that uh, pretty frequently the thing is they've upped it considerably in the last like five or six years this is like now they've kind of encouraged the women to go interrupt dates and the guys to interrupt dates they've this has been happening a lot more frequently and frankly ooh, it makes for some spicy moments you're telling me you're telling me you didn't enjoy seeing sarah walk back when she got oh and then and then her whole story oh yikes never mind let's dive into this episode shall we it's time we open on the two-on-one. Ooh, the cliffhanger payoff. Okay? We're talking, It's the all the girls are talking about, ooh, and Katie's like, oh, MJ's the last of the Mean Girls tribe, you know? And all the girls are like, well, we hope it doesn't cast a pall on the rest of the evening. And then it's MJ versus Jasenia. What did you guys think about this? Let's go to Ben. What did you think about this showdown between okay. MJ and Jasenia? I've got a lot of thoughts on this. First of all, mm. MJ, her I loved her outfit right out the gate. It was like very mm. Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction mixed with like an 80s, like Can't Buy Me Love, lead of a romantic comedy with Patrick Dempsey vibes. It was like very much the, the, the hot girl outfit. Kelly you're, Bundy you're one- is who came up. 
Uh, okay. Mia Jackson sent me. She was like Kelly Bundy from Married with Children. Christina Applegate. Yep. That she's like, how are you gonna look like her and then be a, a quote unquote weak bitch? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and and she beat herself up for being a weak bitch, and she got it out of her mm-hmm. system and came out there. I thought it seemed to me. And I wish The Bachelor would show flashback scenes more often because I can't remember exactly what it is that she even said. Yes. But the accusation is so thin that she she came up with the term JV versus freshman. Yes. Oh, no, the crime against humanity. <laughs> You're going to come up with a funny term for these new girls that are coming in trying to steal your man. And Jacenia seemed totally to be the petty one in the situation. I thought she totally lost the oh. argument. I thought it was Hard clear as day. Hard disagree. And then he <laughs> goes the other way. I couldn't believe it. Hard disagree. I, 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 look, this is this is a ep- Blen. I also disagree. I gotta say, no. The, the I I will say that the the reason the JV versus bar- varsity thing was so was such a problem and why Jasenia spoke out was because it did foster a dynamic wherein there's a divide within the women but that you know there it's also like we forget that we're on a, co- a competition this is a competition love game show yeah. but at the same time to foster that divide does not make it an easy place to be living in and you you're already isolated to further isolate that's just brutal but so i think queen I'm victoria was the only one that really created drama i think saying jv versus varsity Ooh. that is that's a very mild offense and i think jesenia was trying to make it seem like she was Literally like poisoning someone's food. She made her seem like the oh, devil incarnate. As, as a former mean girl myself, um, I can tell you with full certainty, okay, that, that MJ is a sociopath. Like she is oh. a mean girl she was like fuel she was it was the three of them it was the one that left with that weird haircut that weird hairdo what was the one it was it was victoria who was the other one that left the same night as victoria anna anna it was anna remember she she left with with that crazy the girl with the teeth Mm -hmm. that's you love teeth that's what we're like she had so many (laughs) Um, teeth the amount of teeth she had was unbelievable he's he's noticing teeth because when you got them you notice them you know that's well okay the way she kept saying entertaining men for money it's very yeah it was a lot of teeth do you think they cast her because orbit's a sponsor of the bachelor this season (laughs) (laughs) you know what i put it i wouldn't put it past them they did uh, product placement wherever you can put it you know Mm -hmm. but anyway no but she's a mean she was mean she was awful they were so awful to those new girls and i mean like i get it it's like it's 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 it is like how systems of oppression are built is you don't have any power and then you're given a little bit of power and it's so hard not to use it. I mean, this is like how, you know, not to get too crazy, but that's what it, it's like a real it's like a real test of like society, oh, yeah. you know, and well, no, she was crazy. And she definitely said, I mean, I don't remember. Again, I do wish there I agree with you. Did. I wish there was flashbacks, but she definitely did Agreed. say stuff. Um that was not great. I can remember a few things. I mean, uh, the one that stands out right now is when MJ is in a confessional going like, well, come on. All the new girls are going to want to sit, stand at the front. Come on, JV. Get in the back. Let Varsity stand in front. But that's a confessional. That, the girls don't see that. No one sees that. No, no. But that's the, there is but she that attitude permeating. It. Yeah, she wasn't Victoria hiding is the, the one that's doing it out loud. You've got Victoria, Serena C, MJ, Anna, Wait. Kit to an extent. Uh, although Wait, she's can I just say two her. things really quickly? One, MJ Please. and Kit are one year apart. That's kind of crazy. Which is what? No, that what? can't be That's true. That's absolutely no, MJ true. MJ is twenty three. MJ is twenty three, and Kit is 
Oh, 21. Okay, two yes, yes, years yes. apart, still nuts. Still MJ not, looks yeah, like she's yeah. 35, no offense. that She looks great, but she looks 35. And Kit looks true, like she's true. 16. And true. that is, Agreed is on both. creepy yes. in both ways. Well, two, let's why also did, think did about their lives. Did you guys talk about Victoria's <laughs> already? Yes, we have okay. talked about her <laughs> style. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no way At that we length. couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way okay, to not mention right. it. Have you I'll talked yet about why Kit's lips look angry, red, and wet every time? And that her mom is Cynthia Rowley? Yeah, we've talked okay. about Cynthia. Who's that? Uh, She's like a, a famous, famous fashion, fashion designer. designer. And her kid's mom is a famous fashion designer. So when it that's says fashion entrepreneur under her name, they just mean her mom <laughs> makes clothes. That's what they mean. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, that also Kit makes clothes, but getting attention because of her mom. Right. Uh, she also is a podcast host with her mom. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, let's... That's why she's uh, so acquainted with gold Bentleys and red carpets. And let's not forget, you know what will age you? Struggle. Kit does not seem to have been <laughs> through any sort of struggle. <laughs> Meanwhile, MJ grew up in Ohio and came to play with those hoop earrings. She had a moment in the confessional where she was like, oh, I just caught myself. Who do I think I am? I, I just had a weak bitch moment, but I'm back. That is not somebody who hasn't taken a punch to the face before. Yeah, she's scrappy. She's scrappy. <laughs> Listen, MJ. say what you will about MJ. The uh-huh. line of, I had a weak bitch moment, but I'm back. I want that tatted on my face. That is shit that, like, <laughs> if I could go back in time and have that be my yearbook quote, I 1,000% will. That's my mantra. That's like, in mantra, fact, yeah. I almost wanted to text my therapist, I don't need you anymore because <laughs> I found the mantra that's going to get me through the, everything. The only problem with that is when you then next cry and you're crying in the mirror and you see your I had a weak bitch moment, but I'm back tattoo as you're ugly crying in a new weak bitch moment. You're going to feel so low, a little extra low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, you need to be backwards. I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't think that anybody is inherently a bad person on the show. There is an effect that is similar to like the Simbardo prison experiment here where they're like literally, as Molly mentioned, just a little bit of power in an isolated area where you feel like you're owed something. Oh, you're going to run with that and for that's, sure. That's why and I'm, that's what I feel. That's why I'm so impressed with Katie, honestly, because I'm like, if Agreed. I was in there, first of all, I'd never put myself in there for a trillion reasons. Although uh-huh. I do think I'm hotter than Victoria. I, I don't understand Victoria. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yes, most because I was saying I wouldn't be on there because I'm not hot enough. But but maybe I am. I don't know if I act crazy <laughs> enough. Maybe I am. Molly, look, I'll be honest. I applied to the Bachelorette last night. As soon as Katie was kicked <laughs> off, <laughs> I got online in case she. Well, I saw there's yeah. rumors that she will be. I'd okay, love we're a no spoiler it. podcast. Oh, we're I'm not so going to go in that territory. So but sorry. there is always a chance that it's. Well, I mean, we anyone who right, anyone who come off could be. Yeah. Um, well, because no, they're already quarantined. Because it might be her. Um, yeah, because we'll I don't, see. I don't, I don't think I would have had the strength that Katie did. I probably would have also been a bitch. I mean, it was, it took a lot of chutzpah for her to stand up to those girls. I'm, I'm so impressed by her. Yeah, I and thought she was so cool. She was fantastic. Sorry. She was a lot of fun. She got a bad rap mm-hmm. in the house. I think the dildo opening was a bit much for her, but but <laughs> she calmed down and she became, she became somebody that was fun to watch. But you could tell. I mean, I, even though like the the one on one with the with the pulling pranks right. was the that least was romantic so of all weird. the one on ones, so God. weird. He wanted weird. Uh, he also, wanted to get rid of her, but not at a rose ceremony. It felt like, it, yeah, it was uh, doomed from the start. Let's say. But Why how? Is his, 
I was going to say, how is his best friend a guy who was on The Bachelor? Like, right. why How's does that? he know all so, these people already? Right. I don't understand. So, Matt is, the reason that Matt is The Bachelor is because he's best friends with Tyler C, who was on Hannah B's season a couple seasons ago, and he was just, like, the final three guy. And they've become friends through, like, Matt is Tyler's best friend, so he's friends with Hannah, and they all quarantined together and did like exercises on TikTok. And then, you know, George Floyd was murdered and, and ABC was like, um, okay, uh, we need to pick a black guy now. And they, uh, they were like, well, this guy seems charming in the TikToks and he's got abs and uh, Tyler says he's great. And uh, that connection could really help us here. Uh, and so they, they okay. cast him as The Bachelor. So um, he was so- just genuinely friends with Tyler before. Yes, I think they oh. went to college together. Oh, He's okay. he called him his best friend uh, for real, like a Imagine real deal best friend. Imagine being in a room with two men who look like that. That was so, that was startling to me. Those men are look camp nineteen eighty eight. Give me the give me the number to that camp because like I don't, <laughs> hold on a, I get hold over on a second. There. See, Hold on a second. The you heard the life is just never make friends with people prettier than you. No, I'm just it, I'm. I'm just what do you think I'm message. doing here? It's I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nowhere Comedy Club. Nowhere Comedy Club where you can find Glebe off the top. Yeah, I'm just getting that in right now. <laughs> um, no, I, I grew up with uh, uh, my my older brother was considered the hot older brother. Mm-hmm. Like he was tall. He was really athletic and all that. So ever since then, I was like, none of my best friends can be more attractive than me. So I make sure that all of wow, my friends are Wow, what a way to find level. out that I am. That was a tough <laughs> thing to say. I, that was a tough, you walked yourself right into it. And I, I mean, Chris heard, does look like Rick Fox, so it's hard to top that. <laughs> Thank you. I actually got that recently for the first, I've gotten that. I most commonly get Bobby Wagner. Um, I totally I agree. Have, I totally agree. Are. I don't know who that is either, but I agree. <laughs> I also have gotten Kmart Drake uh, and <laughs> all of them are great compliments. I mean, look, if you like them and you're smiling about it, that's enough for me. That's why I'm happy for you. So we've Wait, got but so hold on a second. So, yes, so, go ahead. so sorry to go back to this Katie one-on-one, yeah, but ahead. is this another thing they commonly do? Because one of the most ice-cold things I've ever seen was Matt picking up the rose yeah. Like he was yes. gonna give it to yes. her, and then I saying, "I can't give this to you." Don't pick the, it up. The, the, the producers better have put him up to that. Otherwise, that is cold uh-huh. as ice. I want to say that is. I think that is a regular thing of like if they're on the one-on-one Ooh. that they are told by the producers you need yeah. to pick up the rose Ooh. and then put it back down. It's like yeah. their signal for the date's over. You have to give a decision, pick up the rose. Ooh, so, yeah. Cold. Yeah, I, I think it is something that they – I don't think it's something that they started doing early on. Like I wouldn't be surprised to find out if this was a practice that they started doing about like five years ago. But I – um, you know, in the 20 years after it first aired, you know what I mean? But I, I, I definitely think that this is something that isn't unique to Matt, but it's definitely cold. And look, I I will reiterate this. And in fact, this might be the title of the episode. I applied to The Bachelor because there is a chance that uh, Katie is The Bachelorette. And I, uh, what's happening, Katie? How you doing? <laughs> Mike and Katie uh, forever, honestly. That's a very I'll, long I'll title. You. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, I'm putting all this in too. At the end, we approach podcast titles the same way like punk bands in the 2000s approach song titles. Just the entire thing's a haiku. That's what <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Fall Out Boy album from 2003 to 2005, right? Exactly. Uh, 
So we have the two-on-one, and Matt walks in, and they know they're in trouble. And, uh, you know, he clearly doesn't want to be doing this. Jacinia gets pulled aside first, and she's like, at this point, I have nothing to worry about. I've been honest from the beginning. My loyalty lies with him. Part of me is also kind of like, he, like you're cute and all, but I don't feel like you're vibing with him. And at some right. point, you are also going to go home. And snitches, and like this never works out for snitches. And this is something that Katie mentioned Early, like later on in her discussion with Serena C, which we'll leave alone after just this mentioned because we got to get to that separately. She says, I never mentioned any names. I just said that there's a toxic environment and the girls outed themselves. They were everybody said whatever they felt was necessary to say. I just said that it is uncomfortable and unfair for these new girls who could have just been one of us. Like they they didn't decide because I um, these women were quarantined all together or were scheduled in a way that like they knew that these five were going to be the new girls that could have easily have been MJ mm-hmm. MJ could have been Kim you know what I MJ's mean MJ's not really an expert in empathy I don't think I don't think <laughs> that that's feel her like that. yeah. strongest no, what's suit. that thing she kept saying her strongest suit is the I suit she was wearing which harmony. was a great suit you know <laughs> it's a good suit well, she didn't say she leads. Harmony. She preaches harmony, which also was <laughs> yeah, kind right. of like a pretty weak statement. So she didn't funny. say she lives in a harmonious yeah. way. She preaches it. Plenty of people preach yeah. things they don't live by. What does that prove? Yeah. And Hypocrisy? leads by example. Yeah. Leading by example and preaching about love and harmony. And uh, everything she's done comes from a place of malice. Quote, Jasenia to Matt. Um, and MJ ye- starts yesterday, crying. Yesterday Oof. or today... MJ on her Instagram posted uh-huh. to her story of her at a fancy restaurant eating and all the caption said was no weak bitches here. <laughs> uh, She's ready for I paradise. Mean, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope that's an old picture because I don't think where she's living at is safe to be outside at all. Right. Ohio can't be doing well. Anyway, yeah, shout out America to Ohio. Lisa's from care. Ohio. <laughs> right. yeah. America no, simply is pretending this isn't happening. <laughs> yeah, it's the Wild scary. West down here, Mike. We got a lot of I mean, shit wrong. I mean, in America right now, a haiku is literally you just get high and you storm the Capitol. and that's nowhere comedy club leave off the top (laughs) i'll say i'll say like i found out two of my friends got the vaccine and i danced i literally danced alone and out of excitement for them i have but on the other side someone i know lost their son to COVID. like Mm. you know like i you know my great uncle is in the hospital right now Probably won't ever see him again. This thing is real. So I know I'm bringing it down quite a bit. uh, But if you're listening this deep in uh, and you're being a piece of shit about this whole thing, get fucked. Don't go Uh, out to dinner with MJ is what we're saying. Um, (laughs) Because be be a weak bitch. Be a weak bitch. Yeah. Be a weak bitch a little bit. I think the whole point is to not get fucked. People are going out and getting fucked and then they're not quarantined. Just get fucked by one person. You know what I mean? That's That's fair. You got to find one. I found a single dad. I snatched him up and, you know, Uh here we are. Get get tested twice. Different kinds of tests. Right. You got to get get, find someone to like safely get fucked while there are also fucking 10 other different women. (laughs) Right. Right. Not this show. Make sure. So MJ starts crying. MJ starts crying and she's like, she's not going to get away with this. And I'm like, okay, lady, what? Uh, and then MJ says, Matt and I know we have a connection. And I'm just like, didn't I see uh, Matt flee you to kiss Piper just last episode? He like ran away that from you. That was bizarre. 
into the arms of another woman. Why did he do that? Not just like, oh, it's playful and I'm running away, but to like full on make out behind a barn. Like, what is happening? I gotta say, that felt a little... Um, not to be Fuck gross. Boy-ish? Well, just a little, um, like th- there wasn't like a ton of consent <laughs> in that kiss with oh, Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was she, yeah, at one yeah, point yeah. she was kind of like, I'm kind of doing an interview here. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? She and said, was like, I'm doing an interview. Was, like, you want to, intense. Do you want to like, get in on this? And then they smooched and she was and like, then, oh, the, <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble. She said, I think that's it was a I lot. Remember. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so also, just in general, is this also protocol or is this just a Matt James move? After he kicks women out of the house, he walks them out with his hand just above their butt, arm around the whole way out. Uh, oh, you yeah. just dumped somebody. Maybe maybe just keep your He's distance. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that seems I think to be that's a Matt, Matt James, James move for sure. Because yeah. other bachelors have held hands or, like, they've locked arms to walk like to escort people out. Mm-hmm. Matt's got his hand low. And again, this might be something that another bachelor from back when did, but I haven't seen it. So there we go. Um, he also, when Matt- he's talking to all these women on the one-on-ones, he has a look uh-huh. on his face that I oh, can't tell buddy. if he's thinking either. Yes, totally. I'm falling in love too. Or he wants to eat right. them for dinner. He has a very <laughs> hungry look. He's like, mm-hmm-hmm. very mm-hmm. army he's hammer so- energy. You know? Yes, it yes. is. Yes, it is. He's very difficult to read, which has made this season incredibly frustrating. Am I right? Like, this is something mm-hmm. that yeah. I, I've looked at him on dates or, like, interacting with some of these women, and I've been like, I can tell he would sleep with them, but is he interested in anything else? And But him, he's giving that same look to, like, Rachel, who it seems like he is way more interested in and is the only girl that he has said out loud. That he is following. Which one's Rachel? Rachel's the really from coming Georgia. Yeah, she's Cinderella date. Really pretty Cinderella date. Um, she. uh, Oh yes, 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 Rachel. Yeah, I think he was also he was also pretty into Michelle. I thought. Well, he still is. We can talk about her in a bit. Actually, let's let's get through the let's finish this two on one thing because it's pretty uneventful after this point. You know. you know, uh, so we've got MJ, uh, uh, weak bitch moment, right? All that stuff. Uh, she tells Jasenia, you need to be, you need to do less at this point. And Jasenia says, well, weak bitches lie. And uh, great. I enjoyed that. Uh, Matt tells MJ, I can't give you this rose. Can I walk you out? Uh, MJ calls Jasenia a petty, all this stuff. But Jasenia ends up getting a rose. All the women are brought to that area. Jasenia's gone. Matt is also gone. Serena pees like a little detective. She's like, there's no rose on the table where there previously may have been. And like, cause she's talking about the tray. Uh, and I, uh, I thought that was great. I, over time I have, I have developed a bit of a crush on Serena P cause I think that she is just having a great time and no one's going to tear her time. Like she's not going to, Get torn Do you down. know where she's from? Canada. Toronto, Ontario, where I used to live before the pandemic. Of course so there you is like a her. chance. That, oh, come on. That's if anything, <laughs> if anything. Do you know I am like I don't know what it is, but like Toronto girls, I I just have had no luck uh and also have a difficult time connecting with you. Uh but that said, ooh American ladies, uh, 90 day me, 90 day me all day. <laughs> you, I, I got drunk okay. in limestone and said I would marry you for citizenship. And you said no. 
I didn't. Uh, I don't think I said no. I think I said. You said well, you said I've I'm had other offers before, and I would like to I, get married for wow. love. Is what you said, and I said that's oh, fine. But you're correct. I would like to get married for love. Let's date Molly Rubin Long. Here we go. I will take you up on that offer. No way I would say no. But right wow. now, my health care is pretty it took, important. It took this many episodes into the podcast for me to realize you're a fuck boy, Mike. No. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> no, it's not yeah. like I was saying. I would marry him for for him to get citizenship. But he and didn't now the that. government can't ever listen to this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 90 day me, everybody. Uh, that said, I did apply to be on The Bachelorette. Thank you, Katie. I, I would appreciate my rose. Uh, so uh, uh, we got Jacenia coming back into the cocktail party. Serena C is tired of the antics. Oh, no. Chris walks in. She's like, oh, God, not you. There's no cocktail. We're straight to the rose ceremony. And Serena C calls out Katie. For bringing up the bullying and the toxicity. And she's like, every time some drama happens, you're in the middle of it. And Serena's just looking for someone to blame because all of her friends are gone. Right? That's what that feels like. Um, I thought so, that was a wild thing to be like, Katie, this is your fault for holding people accountable. Like, that's just such <laughs> yeah. like, because once again, Katie, yes, Katie snitched. Yes. But yeah. she snitched in the proper way of I'm not going to drop any names. I'm not going to say who. I'm just going to say some shit's going down. And, and then she just backed away. Some people. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, said, I heard shots, but I didn't say who sent them. That's right. it. I don't now, understand why Serena C is still here. Like, I, I'm, she I seems very boring. You know, I don't either. She's gorgeous. I, well, I mean, maybe that's it. But like, She's boring until her confessionals where she can't do a confessional without saying how she how much she wants to fuck Matt every confessional yeah. every other confessional is like romantic I'm fe- developing oh, feelings daddy. she's like he's yummy I'm like daddy please yes I want some <laughs> yeah, yeah. give it to me it's like all right Serena you're he's not in the room he won't see this till after calm down right. that's probably what she's well, banking at, on that it won't last and at then he'll this see point that, you know? true <laughs> who there Let's see. Let, let, I'm just looking over the list of women. I don't think he's kissed Serena, and he's kissed every other woman here. I've never seen. Uh, well, him he kiss hasn't really Serena. had any time with Serena. They haven't had a exactly, one-on-one. Which, like they're which just. Is, I don't, yeah, and and, and I was stunned. Serena's losing her mind. Apparently, it's about to. I haven't seen any vibe with Jasenia, but apparently, that's about to amp into high gear because in the coming scenes at the end of the episode, he was uh-huh. all over Jasenia. I mean. I don't know what's coming exactly, but I hope something develops. Like I, I know that the Heather stuff is going to be the big thing to focus on, and I'm stoked for that. But I also could take or leave Jasenia. I don't care. Could I, I don't know them yet. I, I don't know them together yet. Maybe right. we're not. Maybe we're not there yet. And tell me if, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I do need a primer on on the the perspective of oh, Heather. I'll, what? Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. I'll give that to you. No problem. Because that was. She it's has dark there's energy. a lot to cover. She has it dark feels energy. like I'm so ready for us to get into Heather. I'm, <laughs> let's wrap up this cocktail because okay. one of my favorite things to happen and favorite means like could be me just reacting negatively to it. Ryan is losing her goddamn mind. Ryan starts crying the moment she finds out there's no cocktail. Ryan in the confessional is just like, oh, yeah, I can't believe it. I don't have time. I can't. She's just losing her mind. She and Michelle go outside and they just scream. And uh, it's the rose ceremony, right? Bree is nervous. Piper has a cry. She's like, oh, I hate caring this much and not knowing. Matt apologizes for canceling the cocktail, which I appreciate. And Katie says, I feel weak a lot here. I don't know everything I'm going through is worth it. And that was our foreshadowing moment. That's when I knew 
This is the episode Katie's getting dropped, which is a real shame because Katie, if you're listening, I can't keep doing that. If there's a possibility, she'll be on the podcast. But I, uh, you know, uh, whatever. So you got Rachel, Abigail, Kit, and Jasenia start off the ceremony with roses. Serena P, Michelle, Piper, Bree, Chelsea, Katie, and Serena C all get roses, meaning Brittany, Ryan, and Maggie are all gone. Uh, Shocked to see Brittany go. Ryan could not understand how she made it. Uh, well, a, I loved another Ryan. Week. I thought Ryan I didn't was see great. much to her. I just thought she was a little bit boring, and we didn't see enough of her. And then she got real emotional over very little, and it was just like I, uh, Bria last week also liked Ryan, and I just could not see it. And then um, Brittany was a bit of a surprise, but I guess uh, you know what can you do? And Maggie was just. Better than the show. She seemed thrilled to be leaving. To be honest, uh, Brittany, she knows she's too good. Brittany was the was the purported escort, right? Yes, yeah, she's the one that that Anna uh, uh, brought up rumors about. Right. She didn't that, seem yeah. too upset. She seemed very happy to get back to her her party life. That's what that's the vibe was. I got. She was like, fine. I mean, party life, regular life, whatever. It doesn't feel like she was so into it, and I'm fine with that. Like, if she's mm-hmm. fine with it, cool. I'm good. I, yeah. I'm, I think it. I think it must be somewhat of a relief to be like, well, I came out here, shit went down. Some people had my back, other people didn't, and I don't think I need to be here anymore. And that's I love, just fair. I love the possibility that she would be okay with it, and you wouldn't be okay with it. She's like, trust me, Mike, I'm fine. And you're like, no, I can't let you go. Yeah, yeah, Brittany, get back on the show, please. Come on, uh, send uh, you know, pick somebody else to go home. It's and it's then... funny because like Brittany and Ryan, they were the new ones. They'd been there for yes. what, like a week. I mean, it is yeah, crazy that yeah, Ryan was too. so upset. She was like, exactly. I did write that. I did say, I did write. Ryan has known him for dot 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 a week. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I think I think I think the hysteria kind of comes from even though they've only been there for so little. It was because of the fact of like the way they came in. There was just so much hostility yeah. right out of the gate. Right, it doesn't. Uh, and I guess they knew that, what they had probably like internet stalked him for a long time, so they probably all had like far away crushes yeah. on him and stuff. Right, but That's also true. this is my big issue with the show as it's playing out this season. I don't know if this has been the way for a while, but when I first started, the show was way more about the connections and the romance and showing the dates. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. it seems like it's seventy-five percent about the drama in the house and not even the new drama. It seems like 50% of the show is literally just showing clips of the girls saying the most obvious things in the world. They literally are just saying, gosh, it's so hard to not have time with him. I wish I could have time with him. Uh No shit. Why are we wasting Uh time with this? Why don't they show us... Yeah, why don't they show us more of the dates? Why don't they have more one-on-ones, more clips of the pull-asides? Show us a whole three-minute yeah. chunk La- unedited. Yeah. Last week, I literally you wrote down so this nice. quote from Michelle. I feel like I'm putting myself in a situation to feel hurt. It's like, yeah, babe, that's the yeah. whole thing. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the show. <laughs> that's it. Like, I don't, what it, There's yeah. a one in 20 chance that you won't. And even then, you probably, on your way to not be hurt, you will be hurt. And you'll also, it's probably <laughs> yes. not going to last since you'll be hurt later. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is yeah. a terrible yes. idea. Don't Absolutely. do this to yourself. Like, <laughs> I, this is I unethical that, like, that we're watching this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but so, ooh, it's... it's Speaking of uh, Serena C, yum, daddy, to this season. <laughs> uh, I'll say, like, 
I I I am with you a hundred percent. I wish that they would show us the more interesting conversations. There has been talk about like Chelsea was on a podcast talking about how uh, her talk with Matt about her hair and cutting her hair and how cathartic that was for her and like her experience with her hair. That conversation, that his side of the conversation was edited out. He mm-hmm. talked about having an afro and how like you know shaving it off and people were being like you're a lot more approachable and dealing with that kind of mm-hmm. you know. Um, that kind of racism and that kind of difficulties, like his experience with his hair, give us that whole conversation instead of cutting to like, I don't know, Mari being upset that she hasn't had a chance to talk to him in a day. Why do they Um, ever play that clip once? It's just a given. It's a given. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm also upset about it. So there's not even bonus content on ABC's website. It's all from the last season. I know, I know, and it, you know what? We have some feedback. We have some words. We yep. have some words for you. So it's the next day. Serena sees talking about the one-on-one. How she's like, well, I haven't had a one-on-one, and I'm one of the few women who hasn't. And it turns out Piper got it. Piper got the one-on-one. She's nervous and excited. Uh, Serena's just like, well, now I'm waiting again. And she asks Katie to talk, and she ends up blaming her for uh, Matt not taking her seriously. Um, and you know, Katie says you are being very insecure last night. I thought you were going to apologize to me, to be honest. The fact that you are trying to come at me again is pathetic. Matt likes me for who I am. You have a problem. Take it up with him. Thank you for your feedback. You know, she says you, I didn't drop my, any names. Let me talk. I let girls speak for themselves. As I said last night, thank you for your feedback. Uh, at this point, she's just making herself look so stupid. And that's when Serena was like, oh, you're the arsonist. You're setting all these fires and all this stuff. Uh, but then Serena just goes straight to the group of girls, talks shit, and is – does she forget that she's on a TV show? She made some shit up. Oh, she straight up lied hard. Yeah. And, and then she As if we do not literally form. have receipts. Yeah, like we, we could just rewind our footage and just see all of the lies. See, yeah, this is, this I is will also say, this a is perfect a, moment for the flashback uh, stuff. And not, not, not to get too deep on it, but I will say this is where the Housewives really have it figured out. The editors of the Housewives, they will bring back, <laughs> they will have a woman say something and then a second later it's a clip of her saying the opposite thing. And that is uh-huh. art. And we need a little more of that. We do need some. We do need a little bit more of the, the reminders. You know that they could. There's room like for improvement have, when it comes to the feedback. editing. Yeah, we have notes. ABC, come on now, listen to us. We yeah. love you. We love the show. Um, and uh, yeah, so here you know she's talking shit. She's like, oh, the way she came in with her sex positivity—that was her shock and awe. She said she's not really here for Matt. And then Katie's like. Well, no use whispering. You know I'm here. I hear you. Are you just lying to them too? Like, what's your fucking deal? And, uh, you know, they don't get further than that. And I'll say, Katie, you're a real cutie, and I appreciate you for doing that. Uh, <laughs> this is the episode I'm say, doing the bit hard. I'll tell you I'll tell you, I'm leaning in hard. But well, my only problem I will with- say, Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, I really love just like, so Katie's from Renton here in Washington, and Renton's yes. not really known for being like a, a proper area. So because of that, I just love the way Katie's acting is just straight Renton energy of like, oh, I heard you talking shit, so uh-huh. I'm going to pull up, and you better keep that same energy when you see me. Like, <laughs> But like in a way that's like, in a way that's like, uh, like it's it screams like I'm being professional, but don't get it twisted, I will fuck you up. Like yeah. and that kind of energy is just... 
love it. I love uh, it so much. Yeah, that's the, the only thing I, I don't like towards. about Katie is how she would jump on him every time she saw him. That's some short privilege <laughs> oh, girl stuff that I don't That is something that happens every season. Every yeah, every season of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, the the woman is uh, there's always a guy or a couple guys that get jumped on by the girl. Short privilege for real, like. And I'll tell you what, I'm five five. Jump on me. I don't give a <laughs> shit if that's what you want. I will hold you. Well, I don't care. I'd like to agree uh, to disagree. Uh, this probably is one of the main things that would disqualify me from being The Bachelor. Uh, uh-huh. I had a girl jump on my back about a year ago, and. Uh, Activated the old lower back issues immediately. <laughs> <laughs> was Not it a, like a romantic girl, like a no, friend? No, just a friend of mine. It was at. Uh-huh. It was actually at a BLM protest. She runs up to me, jumps in my arms, and I'm like, ah, immediate back out. I'm like, stop oh, no. it, never do that again, please. Yeah, we're It's too great old for to that. see you, but calm down. Oh. I'm not wasn't ready for a hundred plus pounds pulling my weight forward. What am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful. But oh, wait, man, James. Wait, Lower center Katie, of gravity, think... sturdy, Mikey. I got you. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. <laughs> do you think Katie looks like what, who's next that time actress? I see you, Mike? I'll jump right in your arms. <laughs> you better. I swear to God, if I you will. don't, I'm gonna jump in everyone's <laughs> arms when I see them. That's but that's just because you know the situation. Yeah. Do you guys think Katie looks like that actress from Freaks and Ge- Freaks and Geeks? What's her name? You know who I'm talking about? Linda Cardellini. Yeah. I mean, it would no. make sense that I'm so attracted to her because I had a huge crush on Linda Cardellini. Uh, she looks yeah. exactly like her. Well, what? I was gonna, I was gonna say two things. One, Lauren, who yeah. ended up uh, being the winner of Ari's season, she's she's married to Ari. Uh, mm. So she did an AMA on her Instagram, uh-huh. and someone asked her, "Do producers convince you to do the leg wraps with the lead? Do you practice ahead of time?" And Lauren said they did with me. So there could be a chance. May I don't know if it was just with Lauren, but there yeah, could be yeah. a chance where the producers are legit like, you need to jump on this man and wrap your <laughs> yeah, legs yeah. around him. Yeah, that's, that's that's our signature. Their move. bonuses are on the line. Did you guys watch <laughs> did you guys watch Unreal? After no, but it's on my list. Up. I want to watch the, it. The first season's amazing and then it becomes very bad. But the sure. but the first season I wanna incredible. watch I wanna watch that and Burning Love. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I hear that one's good. But then the second thing I was going to say was, uh, so I'm 5'7", and as a medium height dude, uh, I'm always nervous about picking up uh, women because I'm just, you you can't pick up somebody, you can't pick up anybody and like make a grunt or noise because that's just instantly going to make them feel bad about themselves. And I learned that lesson because uh, my first ex after I moved here uh we were in the in the in the throes of passion and i thought it would be sexy to pick her up uh and when i went to go do so i uh did not work out at all and i tried to pick her up and i slightly lifted her up but i went (laughs) and we no longer had sex that night uh how tall was she she was like an inch or two shorter than me. Yeah, see, I'm a five seven woman, and it's a tricky thing with men because then I'll always be like, "You can't pick me up," and they'll be like, "Yes, I can." And then yeah, they yeah. just, and then I can feel, and then as they're carrying me, it's like, "Yeah, you can," but it's not easy. We're both <laughs> not comfortable. Like, there's just such a tension in their body as they carry me from one room to another. I'm like, this is a nightmare for everyone. Um, yeah. Well, and- then after. 
And oh, no, well, go ahead. Well, since we've all shared our heights, I'm six one, but lower back issues. And so it's the same. It's the same. So it equates. It yeah. equates out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the a girl I dated us. after <laughs> that ex, she was taller than me. Like, we briefly dated um, just, like, like I think, like, a month or two or something like that. And oh. she was taller than me. And one time we weren't, like, having sex or anything like that. We were just chilling. And she was like, I bet you can't pick me up. She was laying down. And I was like, pfft. I could totally pick you up, and nope, I couldn't don't, even get her off the bed. Like, don't I don't accept that challenge. Just be like, probably no, not. Oh, That's- I learned if, from now on because there's been there's been like a woman or two who've been like, oh, I bet you can't pick me up. I'm like, yeah, I did, we're, I'm not gonna refute that. <laughs> yeah, and it becomes really not sexy when you're like, I still think I can. Just hop on my back. That's not the, that's not the look. <laughs> Yeah, you're oh gonna fireman's God. carry someone that you think. <laughs> throw her over your shoulder. I mean, I'd love that. That sounds that's very Gaston. You know what I mean? That's very like. I lo- By I'm, the way, I'm speaking of, how about Matt James's move on like moment one oh of of meeting someone? Like when Heather walked in and and interrupted the little right. aside. His hand is always immediately deep into their oh, thigh before even saying go. hi to the person. Every yeah. time. Well, this is coming up every single time that there is. Oh, you got you got thigh skin out. My hand's got to be there, right? <laughs> Matt James loves a hand on a thigh. Also, a a, a, a sign that Katie wasn't gonna make it. They held hands. Mm. No hand on thigh. Mm. Yeah, hands. Did they ever kiss? Um, Did they ever kiss even? I think they may have early on, but I don't think there was. You know, I, I don't remember. I, uh, I can't Frank, remember. Yeah. <clears throat> but that also, says, correct me if I'm wrong. The only ones that have not gotten a one-on-one is Serena C. And Abigail hasn't, right? They had their Abigail, private I love Abigail. Abigail. Abigail hasn't. Abigail's re- been really uh, <clears throat> But she's gotten distraught. multiple roses. She's gotten yes. multiple roses. And I think that she's going to get a one-on-one next episode. And I bet it's going to be magical. But also, like... Come on, girl. I'd like them to make her the... I mean, I'd want Katie to do it, but I'd like them to make her the Bachelorette, too. Look, if she's the Bachelorette and I'm on her season, there's no (laughs) chance I'm not trying to be with Abigail. But I will say, like, Katie, what's going on? How are you? You know, who's left? Serena C., Jacinia, and and I don't think Chelsea have gotten... I love the way they do the initials like you're in kindergarten. You know what I mean? It's just... Also, there was literally a point where I was... Chelsea had a one-on-one. When no. was that? Didn't she? No. She didn't really. That no. that whole talk about their, so. their hair, that was just a group date. No, that was just a chat. Yeah. Date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, I, that's what I'm saying. So there's a couple women that haven't got one-on-ones, but I think Chelsea and Abigail are going to get one-on-ones. And, well, Jasenia, if, we, if the previews are to, be, to be believed, who knows? So this is the moment. Heather pulls up. To the Nemecolin Resort. And she is in a minivan and she's at the gate. She's like, hello, Heather Martin to be on The Bachelor. And the guy's like, uh, you can't come in here. And Chris Harrison just happens to be standing by. And he's like, Heather, what are you doing here? Like, Even worse was his acting on the phone when the security guard. Oh, my God. Was, God. He was like, oh Heather, God. what is she doing here? <laughs> If you zoom in on the phone, you can see he's not on the phone. His his screen is like the app home screen. Really? Uh, that, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you'd believe me. But it could you the, would. His <laughs> phone acting was so bad 
The so operator hard. hopped in and was like, I'm sorry, there aren't even operators anymore, but this is some bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen better acting in porn intros. Like, it, it was just, this was yep. some, and like, which is like, you would think after that many seasons of being on TV, he, he'd take an acting class or two. At least one, but man's making so much money off of just being, hanging out. Like this he is, shows by the up way, before the last rose and to in, to drop off one date card per episode. Yeah, uh, and then he has to come millions. in. Ladies, this is the final rose. We know there's one rose on the fucking table, but it's in his contract. <laughs> He's got to do oh, it. Yeah. And this might be the only podcast I could ever drop this fact of my life. I once got yeah, drunk is. with Chris Harrison. Ooh, what? Oh, yeah. what? Buried everything. the lead there. Buried the lead a little bit. Yep. What was it? Please tell us. I used more. to have a talk show back in the day for the National Lampoon Network. It was this like college network that nobody saw. And he on my third episode, I booked the current Bachelor and Chris Harrison as my guests. And, oh, and we did wow. a sketch making fun of the Bachelor. I played, or he played himself, and I wrote a script about how they always over-dramatize the show. He played it. Uh-huh. He was game. He was awesome. I played awesome. the chubby Bachelor, Bob Guinea. I got shot during it. <laughs> and then it was a one-on-one segment with me and Chris Harrison, and we played Whiskey Pong. And whenever we would hit our, our shot glass or, or get it in it, we'd have to sh- take the shot of whiskey. We had seven shots of whiskey within minutes. That's and wow. he and I Not were safe. drunk the rest of the episode. He was hilarious. He was making fun <laughs> of the show, making fun of the dramatization of it, making yeah. fun of, this is your final whiskey shot, Ben. Are you ready? It was so much fun. <laughs> he knows what's up. Wow. He's playing the yeah, game. He's a he's cool guy. It. Very nice. I wish I mean, he seems like a cool dude in real life. I gotta life, say, I exactly. do. I do wish you didn't write a um, sexy book. Yeah, yeah. That oh, really yeah. was <laughs> deeply troubling to me. Listen, I, I don't I mean, like that at if all. If he's gonna commit one atrocity, I wanted to be that he turned out to be writing erotica. That That's, is a, I'll take that, that. is a red flag I mean, that I cannot ignore. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll ignore it. I can ignore that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I can't ignore is. Uh, I don't know. You can't rep Texas that hard and not be voting red. Am I right? Uh, that's the part that I can. No, <laughs> that's the oh, part there's that Austin. I... Austin's cool and blue. I, it's, but he's out in Dallas, isn't he? Uh, oh, I don't that know. That doesn't feel. Anyway, but Sorry. I bet he's a cool dude. He seems like fun. Every time people talk about him, he's like, they're like, yeah, he gets it. He he knows what's How up. He's just got he the best gig in TV. Per episode. Do we know? I don't know if it's per episode, but last I checked, he was like at what eight million a season. Damn, so, Jesus Christ! Just, and he gets to go on these vacations. Like he's, you know, this means uh, that eight million a season. That means that he's being paid literally about three hundred thousand dollars per sentence he says on air. That's amazing. <laughs> Six hundred thousand an episode. A quick Google. And he's a reveals. nice guy, but he is really the most basic white toast white guy there you, ever give could me ever that be. Gig. <laughs> I know. I'd I'll love to see you with that gig. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll start doing. That's going to be my TikTok hook. Is I'm going to do. I'm going to splice in myself where Chris would be, and, you I, should and be I'll the... be like, "Not looking so good, ladies." <laughs> <laughs> you should be the Drew Carey to his Bob Barker. You know, take over that. <laughs> yeah, then I'll grow a wily beard. Have you seen Drew Carey lately? He's got a crazy beard. I hope. Yeah, I'm know. surprised Chris doesn't walk in for the final rose, just like eating like half like have a half eaten shrimp from the catering table <laughs> like, yes 
See, well, see bitches, this is your last chance. Yeah, because also, he must, how does he handle the ego bangs of every time he enters the room? You get all these beautiful women just going like, oh. God. I know. Wait, there was there was some moment in this episode that I wrote yes, down. Serena. There was literally, yes, yes. She literally said, I can't wait to oh, see no. Matt's fine ass walk through the door. And then Chris walks through the door and they're all so deflated. It was yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. rude as hell. Like, but what? then the sight to see him dropping off the first, the date card for that week. Right. So like it balances. He doesn't like, even read the date card. Up. They're like, Rachel, read the card. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that I always think is so funny. Um, I, so, I do. I do find it. I think this show is just a social experiment to make to help America watch hot people experience all of the dating hardships that they've never really had to experience <laughs> before. That yeah, because be that's clearly yeah. true. Because from this episode and the last episode with both Kit and and Piper, what was their big hook? And it's also a very smart hook. Tell The Bachelor you don't know how to express your emotions. You have no connections, no ability to emote. But then go on the next two sentences to say every emotion. But I'm falling in yes. love with you. I love yes. you so much. And then the guy's yes. like, oh, this is me. I'm, I'm special. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Why do they all say they can't process emotions? Also, another thing that has been like driving me nuts is like uh-huh. is that they're all 20 years old or something and they're I all like know, i've never felt like this before it's like babe you're too young to have felt like this like i don't know like, that's why i liked and, katie too because yeah. she's 29 and you're like yeah yeah i get it you're, yeah when hey, katie you know said what? it you knew she meant it let's yeah. also say this i'm i'm also 29 which is great because i'm all uh, age appropriate uh, for katie what's happening how are you so uh, piper's <laughs> got a one-on-one i'm really hitting this bit hard piper's i think got the, the, one the way to get some of your podcasts definitely to to hit on them aggressively before they come on <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 oh but you uh, know i can't wait to see that restraining order come into our <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean look, your, not, your bit here is the is is the verbal version of hand on the deep thigh <laughs> oh well she likes that God, so no. <laughs> well she didn't get that she I got that holding hands um so piper's got this date first of all we we already said it not a word of this heather shit is makes sense uh, she's like, my friend Hannah B said that I should just go get him. And she's like, uh, so did producers, lady. Like, you, the producers called you. So no one's buying any of this shit. Piper's date, it's a one-on-one. They drive off. She's like, where are we? He's like, wouldn't be a surprise if I told you. She's like, I don't like surprises. And he's like, she's like, well, what can you do in the woods? She's like, get mauled by a bear. He's like, that's it. That's a surprise. And that was like, there's a little. You know she meant get there. raped, right? Like, that's what she was thinking. But she can't, like, say that. Oh, that is that. what she was thinking. That's what. 100%. I, as I was watching that happen. <laughs> like, cameras are here, I but they won't pull me away from you you know when i when i was watching that whole thing and he kept being like oh we're just driving the woods like oh do you trust me i was just like that is shit i can that never that's pull. that's that scene in, no, okay have you guys i watched the sopranos during quarantine so listeners oh if you've never watched the sopranos skip ahead um but okay you I all know what scene sopranos. that show's like over a decade old you know what like, scene i'm talking about it. though you know what scene i'm talking about where where um paulie drives what's her name into the woods oh i haven't seen the show <laughs> we haven't seen we haven't you, seen <laughs> mike you've never seen the sopranos oh see this is why i've never seen it is because people are like the italian show about mobsters it's like i live that shit every day mike it's okay. really <laughs> you should watch it 
You should watch it. I know it. it's really good, but I just can't deal with like the. You know what happened when The Sopranos was on the air to me every day uh, after it aired? They were like, "Hey, Mikey, you like the Gabagoo? And how's your dad? Uh, you go, your father, Marcello, the Enzo guy?" And I go, "Jesus fucking Christ!" Even at a French school, they gotta be there. You know what wait, I mean? So wait, uh, question. Sorry to bring it back to The Bachelor, yeah. but that is a podcast. <laughs> but by by this point typically has the bachelor slept with somebody because matt hasn't done much of anything with anybody yet Mm -mm. no they don't usually until the the fantasy suites right fantasy suites so the final three uh is when they get like overnight dates it's the fantasy suite dates okay that's but then also how about this fly. move? Why in the early episodes they kept showing every episode Matt showering and Matt getting into hot tubs and they wouldn't uh-huh. even show the girl in her bikini. They would just cut to her under the water. Do you Progress. notice this? Wait. Progress? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say I just want to see both. I want to see both. I, I, I'm, I'm there equality. with you. It just feels like equality. But I'll say that it is something that they've done in the past. They've had Luke P from Hannah B's season as just a contestant. His intro was him in the shower. He was in the shower a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's also because he was like, Jesus came to me in the shower and said, you should stop being a fuckboy and preach. And that's how he became a preacher. And then uh, Colton was in the shower a lot. They I think if Jesus didn't want you to be a fuckboy, he wouldn't come to you in the shower. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, look, he, he, you can't tell him anything. You want a real mind fuck, look through the Luke P stuff. Um, so essentially, Piper, not ready for the state. They go into the woods. They find a massive switch. They flip it. Oh, look, it's an amusement park. It's like the fair. And, uh, you know, Matt says, I've had my eye on Piper since the beginning. I love the fair. It feels magical. Let's go into this enchanted carnival. They go through these cute games. She's like, <laughs> but I'm not competitive, right? And she's being super competitive, which I thought was cute. Uh, the fun part is she won, but no one's working, so he climbs <laughs> over to get the prize. I thought that was great. Uh, if I hit the bell, I get a kiss. He does. Obviously, they're going to smooch. You know, but um, I, the kiss from the episode before felt like hotter shit, and this just feels like they don't really have good enough chemistry. This one-on-one yeah. is cute, but kind of, sure, whatever. Do you guys? Um, how did you guys feel about it? Yeah, I felt similarly. I mean, first of all, that just looked so fun. I was so jealous. It did. I agree. I agree. Like, yeah. imagine doing something whimsical. Like, uh, good please. lord, I would die I to go to a fucking carnival right now. A um, private one, well, especially. Oh geez. my god. Exactly. One thing I was thinking of was like, imagine going on this show where like you go on a like, and for a lot of these women, even though we're this far along in the show, this is their first date with like with matt like an actual like one-on-one date or just uh what have you and like you your first date with a guy is a whole carnival in the woods to yourself and then you don't win the show and then you go back home to your hometown where every dude who's trying to spit game to you is just taking you to a local dive bar like that going on this show is just gonna if you don't win it's gonna ruin dating for you because it's like my ex took me to Ibiza for our first date and you want to take me to the bar that's three blocks from your street? Bullshit. This that's why Katie's <laughs> lucky. Katie's right. lucky because now it's, just, oh, uh, one time on a date on TV, I had to tell a guy being massaged a bunch of weird stuff. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah, but I this know. is the conceit of this show that, that I cannot, that like is too, know, is so overly produced is the, that I, it's hard for me to accept is the like, 
he has nothing to do with these dates. Right, like, right. he I has know. nothing to do. When the one where what's her name went shopping, it's like he didn't buy you Manolo's, bitch. Like the fucking yeah. producers I bought know. you those. I right. know. Like I, yeah. it makes um, me that, is, that is frustrating. Why don't they put an element in of just having him actually say, "I think I would like to take her to do something like it's, blank." At least yeah. that. And right, then they it's can like, make it like have it make it clear whether he's like workshopping ideas right. or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> it would be nice to see that process, which apparently there is that process. We just don't see it. We just you know. We oh, don't okay. Get so he does it. have but some input. There is yes. There's probably like somebody comes up to him. They're like, "We thought these five ideas," and he was like, "I like this idea, but can we do a little bit of this one with it?" It's like, "Yeah, sure," and that's you know. Okay. But what with quarantine and the limitations of that, I bet it's a little bit different. Yeah. So moving moving on from the carnival, they have the one on one dinner. You know, they, they they talk about like, oh, you know, uh, you know, first of all, Piper looks great. She's really pretty, uh, but she's crying about how hard it is for her to let people in because her family's communication style doesn't really mesh with hers. And, you know, no matter what she does, she doesn't feel like she's good enough. And Matt says, I'm challenging you to continue being open with me. And he just loves touching thigh. And then Piper says, I'm falling in love with you. And Matt says, I want you to trust me with your feelings and your heart. And I'll continue to be open with my feelings and emotions as well. And then. Uh, she says, I'm falling in love with you. He doesn't say it back. Piper gets a rose. And then they move into another room where uh, we all collectively uh, found out about the existence of this country band together. Uh, Temecula Road. <laughs> Temecula uh, Road. Yeah. How pissed off did Piper look? <laughs> oh, I mean. He walks and he's like, what, this, what, are the, what the hell is this cheesy, <laughs> yeah. faux, folky country band we have to sit here and listen to? Like, I'm, I mean, I'd be fine with a little concert, but like... The, the fact that it's always, always a, a band with a, a new single that, that is debuting that night that you can't even sing along to or have, like, an emotional attachment to or know for sure you like them, like, mm-hmm. that's a whole... Has there know, ever thing. been a band that has performed on The Bachelor that has gone on to real success, is my question. There and has, there, there have been, but uh, they, but it's usually country bands. Oh, so And I pop country know. bands, exactly. My, me neither. Um, so anyway, this date was sure fine. I am speeding through this cause I know we're, we're going a little, we're, we're going a little longer than I want to be because we, we got to be out of here by a certain time. But I will say this date, a big, a big shrug for me. What do you, a big shrug. I thought it looked fun. It looked like a nice time at the fair. Mm-hmm. The date itself, the, the, the chemistry just didn't feel like it was there. I do not see Piper staying for too much longer. Not top four material, but not getting chopped next episode. We'll see how it goes, right? Yeah. Are you guys feeling I the same? I think the appeal of this yeah. date, like anyone who liked this date didn't like, like what's likable, the likability of the date is not Matt and Piper's dynamic. It's right. the idea of like going what to a, a fun carnival. Day. The like, idea of experiencing was, joy. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> right. right. Like Good. when I was watching this date, Good. my <laughs> thought wasn't like, oh my God, Matt and Piper are so great together. My thought exactly. was just like, I miss when there wasn't a pandemic <laughs> and as a date, you could take exactly. somebody to a carnival. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But the upside of the pandemic was no crowd. Oh, how nice was that, that they had it to themselves. You know, yeah. L- let's not forget. We're always going to try to find the silver lining some somehow. <laughs> uh then we're treated to a clip of Heather, and I say treated very loosely because I did not care for this at all. Heather in her hotel room quarantining, and she's like, Oy. I just got this pizza, and I'm going to eat all this pizza. But first, how crazy is this? That and woman has never eaten a pizza in her life. <laughs> exactly. 
She bounces the pizza on her head and dan- and she dances, and I just hope she changes her mind and leaves. Uh, now, just a quick summary for those who don't know. Heather Heather Martin was a contestant on <coughs> Colton season, same season as he- Hannah B., who went on to be Bachelorette. That's why Hannah B. and Heather are friends, and that's how she knows like there's similar circles as to Tyler and Matt. I've been under- operating on the, the assumption that uh, Hannah, Heather, Matt, and Tyler all ended up doing TikToks and hanging out together, but apparently they're playing up this uh, angle of we've never met before, which I don't think anybody believes. Is there um, evidence that they've met? See, I don't think there okay. is. And all the articles like deny, 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 and then at the same time, I'm just like, I don't believe that they haven't at least texted or Hannah hasn't said anything about it. Either way, Heather was on Colton season. Colton being the ex-football player who was now a big charity guy. Uh, his whole thing was he's still a virgin. Uh, her whole thing was she's never been kissed. So they were like, well, this guy's never had sex. Let's one up him with never been kissed. And she's, she looks the way she does. She's for sure been hit on. She's for sure been asked out. She's for sure been on dates. Just never kissed anybody. And what? that feels like a uh, yeah. that feels like a deep South Catholic thing. If I'm making a judgment based on appearance and experience alone. Uh, that said, uh, that Here was in the her deep whole South. Thing. We don't do kissing. We go straight to anal so we can be both virgins <laughs> and Wait, skip yes. the kissing. We're not upsetting God, but we aren't upsetting our downstairs neither. Wait. So, what did she get ki- kissed on this on Colton season? Did Colton kiss her? I, no. Yeah, yeah. I believe they kissed. Yeah, on that. Oh, season. they did. Yeah, I believe Colton and and uh, Heather shared a kiss, and then her Chiron Red kissed one man. <laughs> one ve- one oh. very very telling detail about Heather that it really mm-hmm. solidified the dark energy that she brings. Besides the like blue, the blue goblin eyes that she has. Yes. Is the, yep. is is this is a subtle detail when she put on her shoe i noticed that she had a french pedicure okay good now i don't know if that means anything to you gentlemen it does not but that is not at all okay to all the ladies out there they know what i'm talking about that is a choice that is a bold choice and it is a is that like not the pedicure you usually get like what i mean Okay, so you know what a French manicure is? What does it say? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what does what does a French pedicure say? I think it's a very tacky look. And it just <laughs> speaks to a it speaks to a type of woman that puts so much it's like why are you gonna put details on your feet like that? I, I don't know. There's just something okay. about it that gives me the heebie jeebies. Okay. So that's that was the moment, not her her staring at the camera, dancing poorly with the pizza <laughs> on her head. Not her decision to, to wear French a very white a wedding dress. dress. <laughs> yes, not the fact that she showed up in a white minivan. It's the French pedicure. I'm just saying, it's all the little yeah, yeah. details combined. Chris texted me with something very funny about the minivan. Go ahead, tell him. Tell uh, him. I, I said, uh, I said the reason why she showed up in the minivan was because she needed. Uh, because uh, that's she need she needed the space to carry all of the baggage that she was bringing. <laughs> because oh. clearly you're you're not well if you're coming yeah. onto a show. Also, according to an interview, uh, mm-hmm. Heather, uh, oh, so, or at least the story she's putting yes. out there yeah, yeah. is that she truly was like, I want to be on the show. So she showed up and she went to the car rental place 
and that was the only vehicle that they had sure, available. But, yeah, okay, that's fine. Which is just so that. funny to me that she had to go to Enterprise <laughs> and get like some shitty white minivan. Like ABC could even get Honestly, an Uber for her. But AP went to Enterprise for her. Look, let's be honest. Yes, about but that. how did how does she know where they were staying? Is that where they always shoot the Bachelor now? Because otherwise, that was in and of itself was shady. I'm just gonna roll up to the private secret location of the Bachelor. Exactly. Right. And they're still, yeah. they were shooting at the time. They're no longer shooting. They were, you know, they're currently wrapped on the show. Uh, so the question is like, who told her? Well, she's in touch with the Bachelor producers and stuff. She's 100% texting somebody. And they're like, well, look, they're, can't, can't tell you this, but the, at the Nema Colon Resort in Pennsylvania. And then that same producer texted another producer and was like, I'm getting a bonus. You know? <laughs> um, I have two other behind-the-scenes questions very important to me to please, find out please. the answer to this. Okay, so, I may not know. Um, when someone's done with The Bachelor, until, mm-hmm. they're ep- until they're aired and they either are kicked off or they're chosen, are they not allowed to date anybody in their lives? Are they not allowed to go on dates? I think they have to keep it private. Yeah, but how do you keep anything private off. these days? You can't be on a can't date out in public. Media. You can't be at a dinner. You can't be. Well, you but shouldn't. what about? <laughs> well, what about, I mean, if you're out on a di- well, at true. a dinner date, you can't be kissing in public. But you can at least be like, "Ah, oh, it's an old friend from college. We just uh, hanging out." Or you know, if it's pretty obvious that you're not a forerunner, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I bet like. Imani from night one is out in Albuquerque somewhere going on dates with somebody. And then someone's like, hey, aren't you supposed to be on The Bachelor? It's like night one. Watch the two hours. You'll see. (laughs) (laughs) And then second question is, do they have their phones during this process? Does Matt have his phone? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. So they did when they're quarantining, but they had very very strict like um, guidelines that they couldn't couldn't use. They had to like most likely... um, uh, manage like they, there's a there's a way to manage iPhones and like other smartphones to like limit uh, certain apps and like certain uh, capabilities on apps and I bet that they had to do that to ensure that they would be able to be on. They had um, to get them because, phones from China. Well, they they had they had to basically do whatever they had to do. You know what I mean? Like they were they're contracted and they they had to keep it quiet. So whatever it was, that's that. You know what I mean? Uh, but. Uh, then they take them away. Like they imagine like imagine being around like 13 people and like, you know, that a bunch of them don't like you. You're not going to engage. You'll be like, I'm going to text my right. friend that I know likes me about these fucking dicks. Hanging right. out. You know what I, I mean? think like earlier uh, we were talking about like the, the truly asinine things they talk about. The mm-hmm. one thing that I kept thinking about in those moments was like, oh, this is because none of them have phones. Like, they just don't know what how yes. else to speak yeah. because it's like, and I wouldn't either. If someone left me without yeah. my phone for three weeks, I'd be like, mm-hmm. walls are cool. Like, I don't know what the hell I would do. I would like <laughs> I mean, deteriorate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look, don't, let's not forget, walls are cool year round. It doesn't have to be <laughs> That's um, also why at least this show is better than like, Love Island, which I watched for a few episodes until I realized <laughs> that even when they were on their dates with the people, their only oh. conversations was, I'm hoping that I get to stay and I'm like get, wanting to get to know yeah. you and I hope I get to know you. It's like, even when you're with the person, you're talking about the strategy of the show. Come I on. Know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Chris, you're watching Love Island. You feel the same way? Is it similar? I, it's definitely, there is a lot of, it's, it's a lot more open about they they're a lot more open about like talking through strategy like there's 
definitely this isn't times that where show. people have coupled up with the intention of being like we're we're coupling up as friends in right. hopes that knowing that new people are going to come on the show mm-hmm. and hopefully that new person is the one for me kind of thing. So mm-hmm. there is a lot of that, but it does add interesting dynamics because sometimes people will couple up as friends and then Bachelor like, in Paradise does this too. One ca- it's on, true, yeah. on Love Island and then like the one of them will catch feelings and the other one won't or right. just like things like that. Uh, so it, it does, even though it sounds like it ruins it, 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 mm. it, it makes it works out. Look, right. I'll say this. If you want a reality show that just is stupid and is from the early 2000s, I've been rewatching Beauty and the Geek and having a lot of moments with that. Um, I've been rewatching <laughs> Survivor from the beginning, and Jeff Probst makes Chris Harrison look like an angel from heaven. Oh, Jeff wow. Probst is a bad okay. man, and I will say it oh. till, the, till the end. You heard it here. Probably not first, but no. definitely <laughs> first. you've heard it here. Uh, the group date. We got Brie, Kit, Rachel, Michelle, Jasenia, Serena P, Chelsea, Abigail, Serena C. That means Katie gets the one-on-one, which we already know. Katie says, I'm very happy, and I can't wait to explore our relationship further without drama. Serena says, my biggest worry is I'm never getting a one-on-one. Okay, yes, we know. Uh, so... Uh, my guess before we went into the group date was that <laughs> this group date is going to be uh, more manual labor, like the farming date, and they're just going to be the carnies that have to take down the fair <laughs> that they brought in for, <laughs> for Piper's date. Uh, but it ended up being a great date. I love this date. They went bowling. There were finger foods. The state fucking ruled, okay? Teams, I did not care for this idea like, oh, you're on this team or that team, but only half the girls get to be on the rest of the date. I hate when that happens, but I did love... You know, um, Kit says, this is my fave group date. Everybody seems to be having a good time. Uh, that was Kit discovering bowling. That was her first time playing bowling. Uh, <laughs> playing bowling. You know, and then uh, playing bowling. <laughs> yes. um, She's like, so ooh, I what normals do. <laughs> exactly. Um, she so talks so I much mean, like a robot. She literally was always like, I'm excited to finally experience the rolling of ball. <laughs> She's like, oh, this is what I make my servants dress up as balls and my other servants dress up as pins. And I knock This them is out. way more chaotic than making my, my, uh, my employees dress up as chess pieces. And right. Them to right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, just this whole date is just a lot of fun. There isn't much drama to it. They're just having a great time, which I love, you know. And then the blue team loses and Kit's like, wh- he's like, Matt's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'd, uh, I, you guys can't come on the rest of the date. And Kit's like, what do you want in a wife? A good bowler? Come on, let us come. And I thought but, that was great. But then two um, times Matt said the dumbest thing in the world. Clearly it was just fed to him by the producers. Maybe he remembered it wrong. He twice uh-huh. said, look, this isn't all about who the best bowler is. <laughs> Implying it's partially about that. It's partially about who bowls best. And look, I need a good bowler. I need a good bowler. You know? Um, And so we have all these women talking like, okay, Rachel's complaining about not having a chance to talk to him when she is in the same room as Serena C and Brie. And Brie was the first one-on-one. Serena C never having a group date. Chelsea, uh, you know, not getting one. And this is like, she got the Cinderella one-on-one last week. So like, get over it. Uh, he gets the girls to come back to the date afterwards. Like he felt bad for sending them away. Michelle is happy with her talk with Matt. Serena P is like, you know, less date. Uh, unless people on this date means more time with Matt. And then they all show up, which I thought great, great timing. Good job on the editing. 
And then this group date is just whatever. Serena P gets a smooch. Chelsea's nervous. If He's like, if you're here, it's because I can see myself with you. He smooches Chelsea a ton on the stairs. Serena P and Chelsea get told that they're great in front of everybody, but then Michelle gets a rose. And that's just essentially all we can say about this group date. It was just a fun bowling date. Nothing else really happened. Because right after, we get to see Heather, more videos from her hotel room, and she's like, I'm Rapunzel, Matt. Come climb into my window yeah, with my, you know. We were just watching her slowly descend into <laughs> madness. That's Truly. just essentially. Uh, she, I think so she knew what Rapunzel was. I think she was just off. probably fed that. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all, my notes were just all these Heather videos can fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I Wait, can't... what? So, what was the takeaway from Heather besides she didn't ma- she didn't kiss anyone? Like, what? What was? Was she like? She seems like something's wrong. With yeah. Her. Did people there like was her? Or was she annoying she just... on the last one? Good well, people. she didn't get was much screen time. Favorite? She was just like, no, she was just like whatever. She just happened to be one of the nice girls that people were like, oh, she seems nice, and she's never kissed anyone, so you know she's right with Jesus, and like. Uh, she kisses Colton and she's like, well, that could be her husband. We'll let it slide. You know what I mean? And then is there some chance that they keep adding girls to (laughs) because Matt doesn't like any of the ones that he's with? No, at this point, I think that Heather's going to be the last one. I think that there are no more women. In fact, we're going to dive into Katie's date, which we've already spoiled. We'll just say. The one-on-one with Katie. Tyler sees playing pool with Matt. Matt's just like, you know, she owns who she is. That's what I like about her. Tyler gives the most basic advice. Uh, And honestly, Matt says, oh, I see myself proposing at the end of all this, right? And I thought he was going to get down on one knee and propose to Tyler because that was way more chemistry than he's had with a lot of these He gave him the biggest hug of all of them. He was like knocking him across the room. Tyler was like, all right, buddy, this is telling And I'll I'll say this. That's how I give hugs with my friends and i'm with it i'm fine i love doing that i love showing my friends affection and love at any moment that i can and feel it it feels right it feels nice but uh with this whole thing i just thought like yeah matt really loves tyler in a way that like he is not experiencing with these other women and that's like cool they've known each other longer and whatnot but then matt gets katie Katie jumps into Matt's arms like we discussed. There's, he's like, we're spending the day at a spa. And she's like, nice. And then he's like, but we're not going to the spa, which I so thought rude. was criminal. So criminal. Rude. You can't do that shit. Tyler's getting massaged. They're going to prank Tyler by being in the ear of the masseur, uh, masseur an actor that they've hired. She's like, oh, uh, tell her to pinch his nipples. Oh, mount him. And, she does uh, a great oh. job, I will say. She does. That actress yes. is great. Mm-hmm. Very good, like, very good nipple pinching. And well, yes. just also when, the, when they call when they call her and she's like, exactly. "Guess who I'm? Di- guess who I'm?" She she yeah, committed. He, he was she on committed. the bachelor. Exactly. She did great, and she like knew. Hey, money in the bank for this girl, yeah. right? Like, good for her. Yeah. She booked. Uh, she booked exactly. And good for you. We all need more of that, please. In this um, year, to book. I mean, good. <laughs> <you know. laughs> this economy. She was uh, a minor character who outacted the, <laughs> the whole. The, I know. Yeah, yeah. Chris Harrison. <laughs> Heather. She was the Chris highlight Harrison. for me. But the fun part is that Matt is definitely having a blast, and it's nice to see some personality, and Katie's doing great. I really do think that after all that, they should have been like, and now we get to go to the spa. Like, let's have a real date out of it instead of being like, here's our one-on-one time for an hour. Okay, we're going to prank a friend of mine who's visiting. This isn't a date. This is like a friendship thing. Anyway, foreshadowing for the end. Uh, Matt walks into the room. He massages Tyler. Tyler sees Matt and he's like, well, okay. Puts his head back in and is just like, continue massaging, I guess. 
so yeah, Matt's gonna propose to Tyler. <laughs> Matt and Katie, uh, look, Katie continues to blow me away. He says, "Okay, sure." Dinner after the prank date. Uh, she's like, Matt's not going to waste his time. He's gonna, he's not going to lead you on. He's going to say something. That's another flag. Knew it. I It confirmed for sure that she's not going to make it. And so, you know, Katie is uh, sent home. He picks up the rose. Brutal. He says, you got to go. Uh, he walks her ha- out, you know. And, um, yeah, Bree and, they cut to Bree and Michelle, and they're like, a good time on a date doesn't necessarily mean a rose. And then somebody comes in to take her bag away so happy slide in katie's dms day everybody uh again <laughs> i need to stop this i need to stop i'm gonna stop katie you seem great and i honestly i i'm just so sorry for everything uh so yeah um serena c is thrilled to see that katie's not coming back but also like <laughs> you're next loser uh and it's cocktail time and uh, you know, Abigail gets a smooch at the cocktail and Kit's outfit is great. There's some relief in the room. They're like, oh, he's serious. And it's just us girls. There aren't any new women showing up. And Michelle is one of us now. And then the girls see Heather and they freak out. And someone's like, it's too late for that. And Heather just walks by every girl straight to Matt, interrupts Piper's time. And Matt is laughing so hard, so hard. And then one of my favorite moments is Piper just leaving the room going, what the fuck? Like actually <laughs> so upset. She's so mad and it rules. And Serena P says, if this is real, I'm going to be rageful, which is great job. Serena. Rageful. You know what? Don't change. Don't change a thing. Uh, Piper's trembling. Heather straight up walks by everybody and just interrupts and sits down with Matt. And she's like, well, well, nice to meet you. And uh, fuck off. We Like you haven't met. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Well, okay? also, because how did he know who she was if they haven't met some bit player right. in another season out of 30 women that was on mutual Barely friends. On? Mutual friends. She's close to Hannah B, who's close to I don't to recognize my mutual friends' friends who I haven't met and get super tickled pink <laughs> but, to meet them. But I'm telling right? you what the their way reason he laughs, is. I don't The think, way he laughs yeah. when she walks in screams like... They know it. It's just like how nobody believed that Claire and Dale didn't know each other either. The Bachelor Nation stuff is so disturbing to me. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, that's another part of Bachelor bachelor culture that I'm like, like the way that they all. Well, I mean, you are talking to two guys who are part of it. So watch watch your step. I'm so sorry. From the franchise. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, Bachelor Nation that is recognized by ABC. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! Again, again, a big hurtful oh. statement. Okay. And you know what? The, First, the Jeff guys. Probst is a monster, and now we're not part of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Molly, I'm been coming out swinging with the hot takes. But I just like us. the way that they all like interact with each other and date each other. It's just like uh-huh. so much. I know. It, it is, is incestuous. But it is Bachelor in Paradise is what also doesn't help with that right. is that Bachelor in Paradise is basically summer camp for all these these the the hot folks that were hits on the show and they're like mm-hmm. it's Ben from season 10 and they're I like liked oh Bachelor my in Paradise. god you're great. Yeah, you know? Paradise is fire. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, I've never I, seen that. I got to watch that. That's fine. I haven't oh gotten my into God. it. I haven't gotten into it, but I will this year. I like it I'm more than The Bachelor because I appreciate the back. The whole that's the other thing about The Bachelor. It's like I, it's so much pressure. It's so intense, and The Bachelor of Paradise is more just like let's hook up. I get that. I would rather. <laughs> that's the energy I, I would need. rather watch. <laughs> Are you the one? Are you the one? Is the same energy of The Bachelor in Paradise, but there's a puzzle involved, and you know I like both worlds merging together. So uh, also, credits, I have a question. Yes. I have a question, Chris. You mentioned it, Matt James's laugh. Have you guys noticed whenever uh-huh. like 80% of what Matt James says on these dates is not even words. He does this fake laugh 
that he all the all the time he just goes. Ha, ha, ha. It's always this three <laughs> prong. It's or like, are says, you becoming the that. Joker? <laughs> I love that is another big one. Yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, you he, know. Well, that's because he's a robot, and he they only built him five responses that he can do, <laughs> he is a robot. and those are two of them. Um, it's you know, and then we have the 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 credit sequence where Serena P is like, "I hear you do karate," which is so funny. I really like. I really like Serena P. And, I like uh, her too. She's so much fun. And then Matt's like, well, I don't do karate. And she's like, um, okay. And he's like, well, hold up that pillow. And he's going to do a kick. And then they spend all this time adjusting the kick. And he finally kicks it. And that kick was not worth the wait. Nope. That wasn't even a payoff uh, as a funny thing. Uh, so ABCD <laughs> better. We have a lot of feedback. And that's the episode, everybody. We did it. Let's, uh, let's move into the one segment we have on the show, which is our rose and our thorn. So everybody, every week we pick a rose and thorn, which I uh, have recently found out is not unique to this podcast. Uh, it turns out there's very limited uh, n- uh, uh, vocabulary to, uh, around a rose that, that will have this kind of connotation. But fuck you, few people who've emailed. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Rose and thorn, who cares? You know, you can't own a thing like that. Point is, we decide who gets a thorn, who is the thorn negative, who is a positive influence on the episode. So somebody who, you know, you didn't mm. like watching, somebody you enjoyed watching, no matter what. So uh, let's, uh, let's, let's start this up with, uh, let's go with Chris. Chris, who is your Rose? Who's your thorn this week? Mine? Me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm so doing counterclockwise th- on my screen. <laughs> My thorn is going to go to Heather um, Mm -hmm. because I just think, I think if, if this is truly a case of like, she wasn't booked from the get go from Uh this show. If that's truly the case, then I'm disappointed in Heather only because it's like, you got (laughs) to realize how bad of an idea it is to like pop on the show like this when you weren't even casted and especially when it's already been going on and like by this point you should know that relationships are already being involved so even if there was an actual romantic dynamic between heather and matt like Mm -hmm. joining the show this late you're putting yourself at such a disadvantage that it's just like girl all you're doing is giving yourself a new three months of therapy material that you're gonna need to work through so it's like Heather, like, I want to believe that you're better than this, but also I have no reason to because I don't really know anything about you. Heather and seems to rose, believe the events of Hallmark movies are true. You know what I mean? <laughs> it feels like she's like, love is only what they show in the movies and nothing else. That's, yeah. That feels about true for her. So I get, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. You're Rose. This, uh, and then my rose, I, my rose goes to the actor, the masseuse. I think she, <laughs> she saw... She saw an opportunity and she took it. She knew she, what she was doing, but then the second she was like, I've been given permission to cop a feel on Tyler C. And she went after it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Props to you, girl. You That's a, a good rose. That's a good rose. And uh, mind you, we can have overlapping thorns and roses. No worries, because I feel like that might be a popular one. Ben Glebe. Tell us who your rose and your thorn are this week. This is tough. This is tough. For me, it's between Jasenia and Heather. Jacenia just, I haven't seen anything from her other than this. She would seem very mean in that conversation. You guys disagree, but I think Uh she pushed out MJ in a way that was not necessary. 
and villainized her. But I do also agree, Heather, very annoying and especially annoying if she's never even kissed somebody. This is her, like, distorted view of reality. I didn't need mm. to see it. Got great abs, though. She got great abs. And so her I... abs are my rose. Her abs are my rose <laughs> from this week. <laughs> So we got a twofer. We got the thorn and the rose. Yep. So the rose being Heather's abs. And That's correct. <laughs> and the thorn being Heather and Jasenia. We'll go yep. with both of them. Why not? Every part a rose of her can but have the abs. <laughs> Every other part but the abs. Mm-hmm. She has kissed Colton that we know of. That's only one guy that she's kissed. Yeah. We don't know what his life has been count since. That. I barely but count that. Y- yeah, exactly. I wouldn't count it either. You know what? Mm-hmm. Colton... You're, get out of here. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Molly, Ruben, Long, your rose and your thorn this week, please. Um, My rose was um, you asking me to do this so I could talk to someone different than my parents and our dog for today. Um, so Aww. God bless. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> I desperately need it. I do have therapy tomorrow. Don't worry. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I guess my rose would be MJ's outfit, honestly. And then my thorn. Okay. Honestly, my thorn was the stuffed animal that Piper picked because it was not the cutest option. (laughs) And like you picked it all from all those and you picked that ugly dragon. Like Uh that was, well, look, I'm, I'm very happy with the roses and thorns this episode because, (laughs) and I guess mine are just going to be pretty basic this week. But you guys had great ones. Uh, my rose and my thorn. Uh, my thorn uh, between Heather and Serena C. Heather's already been brought up enough, uh, so Serena C is going to be my my uh, my thorn. Uh, I she's she's just like uh, she's backed into a corner because she's the last mean girl left and she's lashing out. Real shame. I was rooting for her at the beginning. Now I'm kind of just like eh. But then again the Zimbardo uh, experiment comparisons here, so on and so forth. I don't assume she's a bad person. However, this is not a good look. Um, and my rose for the episode is uh, Katie. Call me. Uh, no, uh, but my ro- <laughs> again, can't give it up. My, uh, my rose again for like a couple weeks in a row now, Serena P. Serena P is has a lot of very fun moments in this episode. She says rageful. She does the the karate kick thing at the end where she's like, "I hear you do karate," which is that was very funny. And then her being like, um, "I love you, Abigail, but gutterball." <laughs> she, uh, I, I just thought she was really cute and fun, and I like Serena P. I think she's great. Uh, so Serena P is getting my rose for being a fun one. I like her energy on the show. She seems very positive, and she's not going to let anyone take her down, and that's fun to watch. It's like the I, I, as somebody who loves a silver lining, to see somebody who also seems to be actively trying to apply or chase the silver lining in these situations, good on you, Serena P. And thank you for representing Canada in a way that isn't embarrassing like uh, so many people apparently <laughs> do Uh Myself included. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Do we have you guys predicted who you see winning this thing? Yeah. So the final, the final thing we ask with our guests because I and, and we'll we'll do a round. Our I didn't do this last week, so I got to do this this week. But uh, who are your top four? Who do you predict? Top four. four. Ooh, top four. So okay. I think I top four uh, is 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 hometowns, right? Hometowns are right. top four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, who's going to be going on the hometowns? And that way we don't get to like hem and haw too much on like, well, uh, you know, uh, well, it could be, it couldn't be. Uh, so uh, because we knew this was coming, Chris, I'm going to throw to you. Chris, you know, this comes uh, every episode. So uh, who are you talking for? Is, 
is still going to be Rachel. This is tough for who I think Matt's going to go for. Mm-hmm. Rachel, Brie, Serena P, and um, Michelle. Mm. Okay. Okay. And uh, I, I, Ben, let's let's see what you got. What do you think? Your top four. Sure. I think my top four is Abigail. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think mm-hmm. Serena P for sure. I think oh. Rachel for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little torn between Bree and Michelle and Kit. I mean, I know I'm covering a lot of them. I think it's the fourth uh-huh. one's gonna be the fourth one's gonna be Michelle. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually have the exact. I was just looking at it, and I actually have the exact same. I have the exact same predictions. I think it's gonna be yeah. Michelle, Serena P, Rachel, and Abigail. Abigail. But but oh, here's okay. where I'm really torn. Is for the winner, I'm very torn between Serena P and Rachel, and I see. Can't I think choose. Michelle. See, I think Michelle could take it. I thought their date was like really special. I think it I, I kind of have my money on. I kind of have my money on Michelle. I uh, I'm the same way. My final four uh, is Rachel, Michelle, final two, Serena P, and I'm 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 gonna say Bree. Although I think Chelsea does have a shot. Abigail, I just don't know. I don't know, mm. but. There's a chance. They do this thing where they edit someone down considerably or have him be like, who's someone you're super sure about? And he'll be like, Abigail. And they're like, well, we're giving her a one-on-one in week six, okay? And he's like, yeah, I guess that's okay. She can still win roses on the other dates then? Yep, cool. Then, you know, that's the thing. But to me, I think the final two is going to be down to Michelle and Rachel. I don't know who he picks. I'm going to – I'm. I'm going to hope it's Michelle, but I know he is hot for Rachel in a way that I think is um, a mistake waiting to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I feel like he's betraying his heart by pitch by picking Rachel, but his heart is also into her as well. But Michelle, to me, that date, you can't fake that. I, I felt like that was a really good date. So. Uh, that's our top four. That's the episode. That's we You've didn't get solidified it for me. I'm Serena P is the winner. Oh, wow. 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 I think Gleeb him and Serena P become friends. <laughs> I think I, him and I Serena agree. P are long, long friends. You know what? I hope Serena P and I are long friends <laughs> out in Toronto when I move back there and the pandemic is gone because uh, <laughs> that's where she's from. Anyway, it's never leaving. Uh, that's the episode. <laughs> I, I want to say thank you to, first of all, my sweet co-host, Chris Mejia, I love you very much, buddy. Thank you for doing this every week. And to our two guests, Ben Glebe and Molly Rubin Long, thank you so much for being here. Just if you're, if you're this deep in the episode, go back to the description of the show that you are now listening to, this podcast. We have all their links, all the information in there. Click on that. Show some love. Show some support. Get involved i love you all very very much and that's how we're doing plugs now at the end because i've got a bunch of shit and i'm not gonna bother listing it right now while i keep guests hostage uh but tofer mejia <laughs> and uh we didn't at, at me on all social and at we didn't get a rose and at mike carosa if you're nasty so uh thank you so much everybody good night get home safe uh and be good to each other don't fuck this up anymore and this is the theme song Oh, <laughs>